0: Hello and welcome back to our Devotions on the Psalms. Today I want to talk about, reflect on a psalm that is rather different. Um, first, look looks like just another of those laments where the psalmist cries out to God to help him in his problems. But there is a slight difference in this, a very great difference. The psalmist acknowledges that the problems that he faces Are the result of his sin. And so a lot of it of this psalm is not just talking about God deliver me from my enemies, God deliver me from my problems, but it's also an acknowledgement, God please deliver me from my problems that I brought about upon myself. It's a strange conversation with God, telling God, God I am suffering deeply, but you are the one who is inflicting this pain on me because of my sin. So let's read this psalm and reflect on it. Psalm 38. Let us pray. Father, thank you that you are such a patient, loving God, that even in the midst of ourselves, in the problems that we cause, inflict upon ourselves, you hear us. And you are merciful to us. Give us a confidence in you as well but help us now Lord as we reflect on your word to understand your nature and our nature as well. We pray in Jesus name. Amen. Psalm 38. O Lord, rebuke me not in your anger nor discipline me in your wrath. For your arrows have sunk into me and your hand has come down on me. There is no soundness in my flesh because of your indignation. There is no health in my bones because of my sin. For my iniquities have gone over my head like a heavy burden, they are too heavy for me. My wounds stink and fester because of my foolishness. I am utterly bowed down and prostrate all the day I go about mourning. For my sides are filled with burning and there is no soundness in my flesh. I am feeble and crushed. I groan because of the tumult of my heart. O Lord, all my longing is before you, my sighing is not hidden from you. My heart throbs, my strength fails me, and the light of my eyes, it also has gone from me. My friends and companions stand aloof from my plague, and my nearest kin stand far off. Those who seek my life lay their snares, those who seek my hurt speak of ruin and meditate treachery all day long. But I am a deaf man, I do not hear. Like a mute man who does not open his mouth, I have become like a man who does not hear, and in whose mouth are no rebukes. But for you, O Lord, do I wait. It is you, O Lord, my God, who will answer. For I said, only let them not rejoice over me who boast against me when my foot slips. for I am ready to fall and my pain is ever before me, I confess my iniquity, I am sorry for my sin. But my foes are vigorous, they are mighty, and many are those who hate me wrongfully. Those who render me evil for good accuse me because I follow after good. Do not forsake me, O Lord. O my God, Do not be not far from me. Make haste to help me, O Lord, my salvation. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. I wonder if this too is a prayer of your heart. It certainly is of mine, that we realize that much of the pain that we carry with us are inflicted by our sin. But then again there is also hurts from others who seek to inflict pain on us. And as we lament, we also ask that God have mercy. It's a very intimate conversation with God our Father. In our reflections, I'd like to point out two truths. The first is that none of us is only a victim or an offender. We are always both victim and offender. We see this in Psalm 38. On the one hand, the psalmist knows that he has been wrongfully hurt by his enemies. He says in verse 19 and 20, But my foes are vigorous, they are mighty, and many are those who hate me wrongfully. Those who render me evil for good accuse me because I follow after good. And so the psalmist is saying that the ones who are seeking to hurt him have nothing to do with him having hurt them. That they have sought to hurt him wrongfully. That they have sought to hurt him because he wants good. So there are people who are really offensive, people who seek to hurt the psalmist, despite the psalmist doing good for them, doing good in his course of his work. He is a true victim in this sense. He did nothing wrong in this sense to his offenders, and yet people sought to offend him. On the other hand, the psalmist in the bulk of this entire psalm talks about his sin, He talks about how his sin is not hidden from God, how um, his iniquities in verse 4 have gone over his head like a heavy burden that's too heavy for him. His wounds stink and fester because of his foolishness. The psalmist here then is an offender as well the psalmist acknowledges that much of the suffering that he that he goes through, he endures, is because of his own sin. It is very important for us to recognize that we are at one time or in one instance a victim, and yet in another instance we are great offenders. In fact, in this psalm, the psalmist spends more time talking about his own offenses, than about the offenses that are done against him. One of the problems with all of us is that psychologically we look more to the offenses of the others, the offenses of those who hurt us, rather than to our own sin and our offenses. Which is why Jesus scolded people and said, You often look at, tell your brother, let me remove that speck from your eye when in fact you have a huge log in yours. It's a truth for all of us that what we see in others, the sin that we see in others is far, far greater than the sin we see of ourselves, which actually is why wars and fights and hostilities escalate. When my brother hits me, I feel that he has done me a great injustice but he feels that it was just a small pat. I didn't hurt him very much. To me, he hurt me terribly. And so in vengeance, I will hit him back as hard as I thought he hurt me. And so when I think that he has hurt me greatly, I inflict great pain on him. And yet when I do that, I still feel like, hey, I didn't do it enough, man. He deserved far more. But when my brother receives that blow from me, he feels that it is way disproportionate, way more than what he had inflicted on you. And so he feels it's unjustified. He feels wronged. And so he returns another blow on me, believing that that should equalize all things. But to me, that blow is so devastating, so hard, that I need to destroy my brother. We see this in wars in Ukraine and Russia, how Russia often sees that whatever little that Ukraine has been fighting to save their own land, Russia sees it as a blow to their homeland. But we see this also in our human relations. That often what is in, what is inflicted on us feels far more than what we inflict on our enemy or on others. And that is a huge problem because we are less aware of our offences than of the offences that others inflict on us. We need to take time to reflect deeply on this state of affairs. We get very angry with people, why he never tell me this, without realising that often we don't tell people lots of things either, we keep lots of secrets from others as well. We think, he just lied to me, forgetting that in the course of our work in the course of our lives we lie to lots and lots of people we say but he cheated me of this amount we forget that we have cheated others of a lot more we think of someone who is rude and um, disrespectful towards us forgetting that so often we are rude and disrespectful to others even to the person who is rude in return to us in turn You see, we minimize our sin and we maximize the sins of others. The psalmist, in this case, turns it the other way. He understands that his sin is grievous, that his sin has gone way over his head. And though there are people who who hurt him wrongfully, he is more aware that he has wronged others and wronged God even more. This is true self-insight. And you know, we need to pray that God will open our eyes because conflict will always continue when we see the sins of others and fail to see our own sin. When we feel that we are the victims that need to be vindicated and we keep asking God, God, vindicate me against those enemies. But we fail to see that we ourselves have hurt others and continue to hurt others. And so we need to pause and to say this prayer in all sincerity. Father, help me to see my sin. Help me to acknowledge that I am as sinful, if not more sinful, than the people who have hurt me wrongfully. It takes a lot of courage to do that because the realization that What has been inflicted on us isn't as great as what we have inflicted on others. It's a very, very painful and damning realization. And yet, we see part two of this psalm that I want to reflect on. And that is that despite all his sin, the psalmist dares to talk to God. What I see about this psalm and the second reflection I have is that the psalmist is very secure in his in God's love for him. He acknowledges his sin. He acknowledges the gravity of sin. He even acknowledges that the pain that is inflicted on him comes from God, who is indignant with him. And yet, he does not run from God. He does not deny his sin. I think one of our problems, again, is that we keep denying our sin because we're afraid that if we were to acknowledge our sin, the weight of our iniquity shames us and and causes us to run from God. How could I talk to God to help me if I realize how sinful I really am? How do I talk to God to ask for God's deliverance when I find that I am as more deceptive than others, more dishonest than others, more hateful than others. And so, we don't. We either avoid God altogether when we realise how bad we are, or, more often, we continue to praise and worship God while refusing to look at our own sin, because we cannot reconcile that God, a righteous God, would accept us when we acknowledge how deep, how heavy, how grievous our sin is. And that's the beauty of this psalm. Because the psalmist is able to say, Lord, your arrows have sunk into me and your hand has come down on me. Verse 2, there is no soundness in my flesh because of my indignation. There's no health in my bones because of my sin. For my iniquities have gone over my head like a heavy burden. They're too heavy for me. My wounds stink and fester because of my foolishness. How secure the psalmist feels that he tells God, God, I'm such a terrible sinner and God, you are indignant with me. And then he continues, but God, help me. Please help me. The reality, the truth of God is that He always forgives. He always helps, even if we are the offender, even if we are the one who has done all the wrong. The moment we acknowledge it and we say, God, this is terrible. Instead of pushing us away, God welcomes us to Him. He hears our prayers. He says, well, then let me hear what you're going through and let me help you. Realizing this, gives us the confidence to be honest with ourselves, to be able to say to God, God, and show me my sin, show me how grievous my sin is, because God, when you hear me talk about it, you come to help me and to restore me. The psalmist talks very openly about his sin, about how he's suffering because of his sin. He's not afraid to acknowledge How bad he is, nor is he running away from God. I wonder if it's possible for us to have such a conversation with God, where we acknowledge deeply how far we have fallen from what we were meant to be, and yet daring to say to God, God, please have mercy on me, help me out of this mess that I've placed myself. Deliver me even from those who wrongfully hurt me because I am precious to you and you know how evil I am, how wicked I am and yet you have mercy on me. It's this beautiful relationship between psalmist and God that draws, allows him to fully trust God in his conversation and his self-awareness It is having self-insight, and therefore we can indeed be relieved and comforted. I pray that this will be this truth of God come into our hearts, that we may be totally naked before God, totally honest with God and with ourselves, and then leave the problem with God The psalmist ends just with this prayer, Do not forsake me, O Lord my my God, be not far from me. Make haste to help me, O Lord, my salvation. Despite all his sin, despite all that he deserved, all the harm and pain that he deserved, he simply has this crying, God, help me, don't leave me, because you alone can save me. Often, by our own actions, our own wickedness, our own sinfulness, we have wrapped ourselves in a web of problems. We can't unravel them ourselves. It's way too much for us. But what we can do is to say, God, you see my sin, see what I've done to myself, how i brought this whole mess into my life. Lord, please help me. I don't know. What else to do except to trust in you. Let us pray. Father, your mercy towards us is so amazing. That even when we sin and we cause hardship upon ourselves, you hear us. And even when we are helpless in our sin and helpless in our situations caused by our sin, we can call to you and know that you are our salvation. You are the one who will unravel the problems from us, and you will deliver us. Help us to trust you so deeply in such a way. Father, we pray too that you will soften our hearts, that you take away the fear of shame and our own sinfulness from us. Instead, that we may dare to say to you, God, give me self-insight, help me to see that I too am an offender and I've offended many. That even as we are offended by others wrongfully, we may realize that we too have offended others wrongfully as well. Help us, Lord, as we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, I hope that you will have a great week ahead. Um, yeah, and... I look forward, well, actually, I'm leave for two weeks. Look forward to seeing you back again uh, in October. God bless you. Goodbye.